Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Aaron Chamberlick Show. Today is Friday. It's September 2nd. And I'm your host, Aaron Chamberlick. I am a holistic nutritionist coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. You can visit my website, getbetterwellness.com. Well, if you've been on the show before, you have um, known that I talk about real food a lot, that we just want to get better, whether we're tired of prescription medications and their side effects, or maybe um, people just want to lose weight permanently, and they're done with yo-yo diets and deprivation, starvation, tricks and fads. Well, it's time to simplify and start eating real food. And when we stop eating factory food that's loaded with chemicals, artificial ingredients, additives, and preservatives, we open up the door to healing and weight loss. So real food is foundational. But today we're going to take a look at something else that brings in a lot of artificial chemicals into our bodies. And we are going to talk about going green at home just uh, a 20-minute podcast. I think the attention span of listeners is about their drive time. So we're going to keep this to 20 minutes. So I imagine we will do this in uh, two or three parts. And let's get started. So I have taught this class before called How to Go Green at Home. And I do feel like we need to talk about the bad news first because if you're not aware of what is being put into your household cleaning products or your um, body care products, then to, you know, just start off on, um, you know, the chemicals are bad, they're going to kill you. People get really offended by that for some reason. So this is just educational. I want you to just think about what you're using, what you're smelling, what you're putting on your skin, and we need to consider that these are chemicals getting into our bodies just as if we ate them because um, when we smell, you know, artificial chemicals, they do get into our brain and our bloodstream. And when we put lotions and potions on our skin, they do get absorbed into the skin, which is the largest organ in the body. And the things that are in that lotion are getting absorbed right into your bloodstream. Whereas if you were to eat the lotion, your body would have to digest it and your liver would get a crack at it first to see what bad stuff you just ate. But that's not true when we put things on our skin and when we smell them. So we need to consider um, what we're doing. So let me just ask you, have you ever noticed how you can smell your household cleaning products, even when they're tightly sealed. Or maybe you've walked down that aisle in the grocery store. I just, you know, get overwhelmed by the scents, especially in the laundry products aisle or the cleaning aisle. Or sometimes if you live in a neighborhood and you're outside walking or doing something outside, you know which neighbors are doing laundry, don't you? You can smell those dryer sheets in laundry um, products. And yesterday I was talking with somebody who um, her son works um, in a water treatment place in a municipal um, setting in Wisconsin. And 
you know, a lot of us wouldn't want that job, but he's educated, has a, you know, college degree and and his skills are needed there to make sure things work well. And when asked, you know, is the smell offensive, which you would think in water treatment, and he said, no, what you smell is laundry detergent. And that's, you know, a huge concern because their job is to try and remove it. And if you can't even smell the poop in the water treatment facility because of the abundance of laundry chemicals, how effective is the system at removing everything? Uh, we hope, we hope, but just thought that was a side uh, picture to paint for you. <laughs> so we know who's doing laundry. We can smell the aisle. Uh, how about when you paint a room? You know, the paints, um, now we do have more options to reduce odor, and we should choose those. But I've also had a room painted when my office a couple of years ago when it was painted. It had such a strong odor. I couldn't stand to sit in there. You know, even with the windows open, it was too much for too long. So look for the low VOC paints when you're at the hardware store. Or when you're having someone paint your house, tell them you want the low VOC paint because you don't want to smell it. So we all know that quote-unquote new car smell. Well, that's a toxic compound, and it's being absorbed into our bodies because we're smelling it. Or that new vinyl shower curtain smell. We once, this is many years ago, once bought this dance party something or other game for the kids. And it had a vinyl dance mat, and we couldn't even have it in the house. It was so strong. Of course, when you look, it's made in China, and who knows what else was gassing off of that dance mat. But we had it out in the garage, and then we couldn't stand being in the garage. So we got to consider, what are we doing? What are we doing, and is there a better way for shower curtains? Um, we can buy non-vinyl, you know, cloth, and that doesn't smell. So what I'm talking about, the category of chemicals that we can smell that are, you know, so strong, those are the volatile organic compounds, VOCs, as I called them before. They are carbon-based chemicals, who cares, and they form gases, which we do care. Um, so there was a a study of children in Canada and it showed exposure to these chemicals during pregnancy reduced the IQ in developing fetuses. So if you think it doesn't matter that you're sniffing VOCs, it certainly matters according to this study for the unborn children uh, whose mother is exposed to too many chemicals during pregnancy. It's reducing the IQ in developing fetuses. Okay, well, is it just a problem for the unborn? <laughs> I think not. Um, the products you use and I use are not always hazard-free. Just because we buy them in the store and they say clean and natural on the label does not mean that they are they are natural. <laughs> There's a lot of marketing spin. As you know, we've seen that with our food. The same thing is true with our products that we use around the home and on our bodies. So think about the products you do use. 
What do you use to clean your home? What do you use to groom yourself? How many things have you put on yourself already today when you got up? Hopefully you brushed your teeth. Hopefully you washed your face and maybe your hair and your body and Maybe you put on some deodorant and some lotion and aftershave and perfume and makeup and hairspray and gel and the list goes on and on, right? Think about the products that you use to even store your food. Maybe you're buying this amazing real food and you're putting it in plastic or maybe you're microwaving it in plastic, which makes the whole thing much worse. So do you think the problem highlighted in that study is only for the unborn or could these things be doing something to us as they accumulate in us? I think we need to think about that. So what kind of health issues might somebody see? And of course, everybody doesn't see everything. And yes, you can work in a beauty salon and spray hairspray around yourself all day long and say, I'm perfectly fine. You don't really know what's accumulating in you when you use things all day long, day in, day out for years and years. And we just need to consider, is there something better that we can choose? Is there a different environment that we want to put ourselves in on a daily basis? So what are the health issues? Overuse of synthetic beauty care products may result in chronic headaches. I work with a lot of people with chronic headaches. I always start with food because that's usually where we find answers. But sometimes we have to go to the next level, which is what are you, besides what are you eating and drinking, what are you exposing yourself to in terms of uh, chemicals? And if it's not chronic headaches, it could be dizziness or nausea or skin irritation. So these things where nobody can figure them out, nobody knows what's wrong with you, and you've cleaned up your diet, that's the first step. You've cleaned up what you drink. You're trying to get sleep. You're trying to reduce stress. You're trying to exercise. You've got to look at all (laughs) the other products that you're using. Your beauty care products can result in headaches, dizziness, nausea, and skin irritation. There's something in this world called the hazardous substance data bank. That's a fun job to maintain that, but they revealed um, there's a data bank of 700 chemicals that may cause headaches. This is just 700. We know there's probably 80,000 chemicals out there, but this data bank knows 700 that can cause headaches. So I'm going to tell you some big sweeping things that you can do when because you're looking around your house going, well, I have a million dollars invested in everything bad, and where do you start? So you start by eliminating everything with an ingredient called fragrance. Sounds sounds safe. It's totally not safe. It's it's probably the if you eliminate fragrance as a ingredient um, in your products, you will make a huge step towards improving your health and getting the chemicals and hazardous substances out of your home and your body. So we'll come back to fragrance in a little bit. Now I just mentioned um, you know, synthetic beauty care products. We know that's almost everything on the market and there are better companies and we can seek those out and we don't have to spend an arm and a leg on them. I've bought a lot of my um, products 
on Viacost.com uh, with a little research, then you can choose the product and then find the best place to buy it. So there are, you know, very expensive face creams and lotions that are actually damaging your skin, slowing down the way the skin functions, accelerating aging, and clogging pores. So the price tag does not mean anything. You can spend $80 for a half an ounce of face cream hoping that you're turning back the hands of time. But we're seeing that it these things with the super, you know, ingredients are actually toxic ingredients and they're slowing down your skin function, but they're speeding up your skin aging and they're clogging your pores. It's more like laying down a layer of plastic on the skin and there are so many things you can do that are pennies in a, in your kitchen that I would throw those things away. I have on my website, getbetterwellness.com, I have a recipe for making an anti-aging serum that when I priced everything out, including the glass bottle I put it in, it was $15 for, I think, four ounces. And so I've made several of them. I've taught a class about this, let everybody take one home for the price of admission, and it works like nothing else so we can even if you don't want to make I don't like to do make and take DIY but I do that if you don't want to do that at least you know be using coconut oil on your skin because that would be fantastic or even uh, raw apple cider vinegar as your astringent Um, and those are two very inexpensive affordable things so in the um, alphabet soup of chemicals. I'm just going to list these. Don't like memorize them. There's no quiz. (laughs) But I want you to know what some of these things look like when you're looking at your labels. Don't assume, well, that must be safe. I don't know what it is. These are chemicals that are commonly found in products. Parabens, isopropyl alcohol, mineral oil. That's a petroleum product. PEG, propylene glycol. Uh, SLS, also known as sodium lauryl sulfate. That's what makes things suds. So when people get natural soaps and they don't suds like crazy, they're upset. You should be happy because it doesn't have SLS in it. DEA, dyes, fragrance, which I mentioned earlier, phthalates, coal tar, dimethicone, that's a big one found in face creams. That's the plastic coating that you're putting on your skin that's making your skin age faster, flame retardants, PCBs, and PFCs. That's just a short list of the chemicals that you might see on your labels. So we can't list all the ingredients used in chemical, uh, used in cosmetics and personal care products because, as I mentioned, there are 82,000 of them out there. So that I can't, we can't know them all. We just need to know if it sounds like a chemical. It may not be what you want in your products. And you can research them on ewg.org, environmentalworkinggroup.org. But um, 82,000 chemicals that are allowed to be put into our products, and at least one in eight of these are hazardous industrial chemicals, hazardous. So again, I got to go back to, is it all gloom and doom and paranoia and 
people don't have to get mad that I'm talking about chemicals in your beauty care products or maybe things that you've like used forever and ever. Or maybe you even sell products that have these chemicals in them. Um, so you want to reject the message. This is just education. You can do with it what you want. You don't have to attack the messenger. It's, um, you know, maybe you don't feel like you have time to worry about this. Who's got time to worry about this? Something's going to kill us. You know, I've heard all of that. But for you who are, yes, I want to take that next step. I'm eating clean. I'm buying organic. I'm filtering my water. I'm exercising. You probably do care that you're still getting exposure to things that you don't want to get exposure to, that you don't have to get exposed to. Maybe we can't control what's happening to the air quality, but we can control what goes on in our own homes and what goes on our own bodies. And so you are among the small percentage of people who want to be informed and you're still listening. So I just applaud you that you care and you're learning. Education is free here and the podcast, you know, will continue, but I want you to be informed because then you have choices. If you don't know, you can't make a choice and you'll continue to wash your clothes in Tide, wash your hair in Suave, put Dove on your skin and you don't even know what you're getting. Um, so be careful because things that have a halo, like, oh, this, this I know this is good because this actress uses this product. <laughs> if it's being advertised, that's a good clue. You may not want it. So read ingredients. That's all you have to do. And you can begin to clean the toxins out of your personal care products and out of your home. So we um, will just start to tiptoe into the next topic and come back um uh, on the next podcast to talk about some deeper, you know, details here. So besides personal care products, where are other places we're getting these chemicals? Hmm. Well, let's talk about phthalates. These are heavily scented products. Phthalates make plastic flexible. They're used as a lubricant in your cosmetics. Phthalates, it's a plasticizer. But it's also a pervasive endocrine disruptor. Endocrine, your hormone system is being disrupted when you get these in you. So 95% of us have phthalates in our urine. We've been exposed. I mean, that's just, it's in all our products, and we're getting exposed. The study, uh, there was an animal study that showed that mother rats, I know you're not a rat, but consider the study, when they're exposed to phthalates, their newborn rat babies called pups <laughs> were born with abnormal penis. It was deformed. And I wonder, you know, if the exposure is high enough, if endocrine system is disrupted enough, if the unborn baby boys exposed to too many phthalates in the womb may show less masculine behavior. That's what people are talking about. That's what studies are looking at. And in girls, maybe it's part of what's causing early puberty, um, causing girls to develop breasts prematurely. There's issues about our food, but there's issues about these chemicals too, that maybe it's the perfect storm, too many bad things coming together in the womb. So the World Health Organization 
did a report for your bedtime reading on endocrine disrupting chemicals. And the report is called State of the Science of Endocrine Disrupting Chemicals. So you can go check that out or not. But I'll tell you some things that they found in this report from the World Health Organization, who is respected in this country. They found non-descended testes, prostate cancer, developmental effects on the nervous system in kids, thyroid cancer, attention deficit hyperactivity in kids. So the report, not me, the report says there's a connection between chemicals and so many concerns. There's a connection with obesity. There's a study from 20, 2006 that found more belly fat and more insulin resistant is connected to more exposure to chemicals. Exposure to these chemicals is connected to infertility and reproductive harm. It's connected to birth defects. It's connected to autism, memory, dementia, learning problems, diabetes, heart disease, and breast cancer. So where are phthalates besides your um, lotions? They're in toys. It makes plastic soft. They're in floor, flooring and wall covering, laundry products, food packages, pharmaceuticals. It's in your personal care products, nail polish. It's a plasticizer, hairspray to give you that flexible hold, aftershave lotions, soap, shampoos, nail polish, perfumes. So you can see it's everywhere, and we've got to start carrying and reading labels. So every time you need to replace something in your beauty care product line, consider that there might be something better. And you can start researching. There's a database of products that ewg.org puts out. So when I needed to buy a new mascara, I could go on there and look through their cosmetic database, and they rate them all from zero, green, go for it, to red, 10, stay away from it. And I just found a few, Googled, you know, my favorite places to buy it or searched, I should say, like Amazon, buy to cost, and found what I wanted. And I know I made a step up in what I was using. Maybe it's not perfect, but it's a step up. So that's what we can do. We're going to close the show. It has been 22 minutes, and your drive time is over. So come back the next time, and we will pick up this discussion here and continue to just find better ways uh, to do things. And But always start with your food. It's real food first for real life. And then when we stop eating factory food, um, we, we can start feeling better. <laughs> we have more energy. We sleep better. And we start losing the weight. And now we're taking the next step, which is going green at home. We've been working on, um, you know, getting the big things out like phthalates and fragrances, and we'll talk about more next time. In the meantime, visit my website, getbetterwellness.com. Thank you, and have a great day.